Hello and welcome to Living Abroadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here and what they're doing now. My name's Eric. James. Mahi. And welcome back to another magnificent episode, listeners. We've got a great one for you this week. Um, we, uh, we are back in the apartment once again on a uh, beautiful evening here in Vancouver. Um, James, I'm not sure if you want to paint a picture here for us. Well, I notice I haven't really mixed it up much. <clears throat> it's usually the same view tonight. <laughs> uh, tonight we're seeing Grouse Mountain really nicely lit up. It's a quite a warm night, don't you think, guys? It, it is, is a warm, warm night. Yeah, you're feeling that? Mikey just turned the fan off because of his uh, Aussie. Uh, he's feeling, well, it's, feeling comfortable. It's, it's dark out as well. And if, if if this was a month ago, it would have still been light. So True. Um, I know. Winter's Summer coming. is coming to an end. Yeah, the, All right, what, Game of, yeah, game it's, of Thrones. Um, Winter's coming. Yeah, technically uh, yeah. Sep- September now. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, and happy birthday, Natalie, my cousin. I know you'll be listening. Yeah. September 1st. Happy birthday, Nat. There we Good go. Yeah, on the 1st of September. Good job on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's starting to hit me, guys, um, that in just a little over three weeks' time, I'm going to be abroad myself. I'm counting yes. down, mate. I'm crossing I the days off. <laughs> yeah, get it, was, it was a little yeah. rude of you to hang up that counter yeah, in put, my apartment. I put, I put it up here, yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah. Got, uh, we've got Derek coming for an edition soon, so me, me <laughs> oh, yeah. Mikey, and Derek will be the yeah, living Derek, broadcast. Spelt D-E-R-I-C-H. <laughs> yeah. Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get him in. Fucker. No, yeah, he's, from Ca- he's from Kamloops. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Vernon. Mikey, you're uh, about to get fucked up. I'm just, <laughs> tell you what. Uh, but yeah, it's come around quick. And uh, from those you know days recently that we saw your Europe map folded out, you're deciding on where to go. Now you've yep. got it all finalized. That first flight. Have so. you though? No, nah, not fun? all finalized. Yeah, it doesn't Surely. sound like first it. third or so I'm trying of the to trip. Give you benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got it all sorted. Yeah. But that's how fun trip. Go- trips go right you plan out the first little bit you get over there and then you uh, play it by ear from there absolutely yeah, yeah. well Improvise. i think that's so last, we last week we're talking to yeah well you were talking to wolf and caitlin that's how they're gonna do it i think it's the best way to yep. traveling to is jazz they say you never know who gonna, says that Who's i just said that, that. Oh. fucking stupid saying <laughs> <laughs> so i shouldn't have gotten this tattoo is what you're saying you got yeah travel is jazz on your lower back <laughs> i do it's got a tramp stamp <laughs> Yeah, but they fucked it up and the A looks like an eye. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Anyways. Getting back on another podcast. Anything <laughs> exciting podcast relating happened this week, Eric? <laughs> yes. Oh, it did. Um, people finally used our email, guys. Wow. It's a milestone. Tell yes. us more. Well, um, I guess we, we should announce the uh, the winner. Now, the winner was going to get of our emailing incentive. Um uh, we offered to buy them a drink of their choice, a beverage. Did we? So, yeah, yeah a, beer, Vegemite, a beer, a beer, a coffee, it was an empty something jar like of that. Vegemite. Well, that was the other prize I was going to let you get to. Oh, wow. That we're going to autograph. Yes. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think we combine the two and pour the beer into the jar. The beverage of their choice. Let's yeah. not assume what they want to drink. Well, no, we will fucking tell them. Eric yeah. wasn't impressed by that uh, pouring beer into the jar either. He was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. you know. Well, we were, I'll, I'll no, but we were talking about. Vegemite beer anyway So you know yeah. We were you're, you're going to wash it but If it's a glass jar I suppose it's fine It's fine You drink yeah, gin out of a glass. jar yeah. These days Don't you I guess well, so you, but. <laughs> Everybody yeah. drinks out of mason jars Don't yeah, they Yeah it's, it's all the well, thing It's all the rage The winner um, of this contest Is um, probably itching To hear their name read So can we get a drum roll please Can we Can okay. we pick it up Oh that actually sounds really good That's a good one Congratulations Stephen I won't read your last name on yeah. the air. Yeah. You know who you are. You know. We'll I send can, you I an email. S- 
I, just, I, don't, I don't know who he is, but I guess he's an avid listener. And yeah, uh, who is this um, guy? Well, I can't. <laughs> never heard of I him. Guess, we'll we'll never track heard him down. He but sent us a really funny photo, though. I'm not sure if it's a photo of him himself. I can't stop or, laughing at the photo, and you've both got it up on your phones right now. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you want to funny. describe the photo, James? Uh, it's a naked man. Um, I don't know. Na- 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 <laughs> naked isn't confirmed. It's uh, it's above the waist. I think he's Shirt, got a, certainly shirtless. He's got a tank top on. Oh, it's the cat's. Uh, okay, he's so the, getting a farmer's is, tan. Yeah, really. he's got the farmer's. No, it's the lower part of the cat here is 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 uh, is white. It's a, that's a long cat. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot. It is a long cat. It's a tall cat. Yeah. Maybe we'll put this on our Instagram so if we get permission from the sender. Yes, it'll be on. Uh, the Instagram story. So Absolutely. it's basically that was a bad job describing the photo. It's a it's a gentleman holding a cat. The cat looks a little bit traumatized. I'm not going to lie, um, but I'm sure he just doesn't like posing for photos. The gentleman um, looks dazed as fuck. By the way, I think he's had yeah, a couple day, of yeah, photos. yeah, little uh, red eye Ronnie. <laughs> anyway, but we, you said people have been paying attention to that. Yes, plural. Yep, it's plural. Because plural. we've got. We got a second email We've address. We've got two full emails. And uh, this is, we, we say it a couple of times, don't we, Jimbo, that Eric runs a tight ship, bit of a d- dictatorship on the podcast. Big time, big time. He runs the email. He's in charge of the you email. You guys have the password for the email. Yeah, no, no that's, you know, that's true. It's but your domain. We were lucky enough that he passed this one on because it's absolutely fucking brilliant. This is gold. Well, who's it from? Uh, the email what? address is from ericsucks69 <laughs> at uh, Gmail. Yeah, so everybody fucking email that asshole. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Eric sucks 69 at Gmail. So they've gone out of their way to yeah. Big, yeah, uh, fuck with Eric, which, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm already very happy about. I thought that was your old high school email, didn't you? <laughs> and then um, <laughs> the, 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 title, rocks. the title of this email is The Secret World of Eric. Now, this really uh, pricks our ears up here. Let's Let's see what's going on here. So, okay, I'm going to read it out, guys. All right. Dear Living a Broadcast, avid listener, love the chat. Take this as the Pandora's box of Eric's secret life. Ask Eric about his first time doing stand-up comedy at, shout outs, Dakota's Sports Bar in Kelowna, Kelowna, Kelowna. <laughs> Eric, don't forget to put emphasis on the primary topic of your skit as well as the mostly male friends in the audience. Enjoy the beers, professional pirate slash immigrant immigration Canada enthusiast. So clearly a huge Living a Broadcast fan, which is yes. great to hear. Um, great. I like the little shout outs yeah. um, in, in brackets. So it begs the question, what uh, what is being referred to? Yeah, what Eric, they're asking your, about, you guys secret. are asking me. Oh, we've, well, been, we've been wanting to know about well, this. Well, Jimbo and me have jokingly talked about your previous life as a stand-up comedian, but mm-hmm. you haven't shared a whole lot. So now, is there anything you want to divulge? There's, there's got to be a lot here. First already. of all, I wasn't a, I wasn't a stand-up comedian. I did stand-up comedy for about three years. That would have made you a stand-up comedian long for time. three years. That's wow. a long time. Surely. That's 36 months. Yeah. I, I was doing it for a little while, um, somewhat regularly. I wouldn't call myself anything more than uh, an amateur. Did you, uh, ever get, uh, did you ever get paid? Like once or twice, but oh no, there you go. Yeah, yeah. professional. Well, come okay. on, three years—the hard work, man. You were up there in front of those crowds, and you wouldn't call yourself a stand-up comedian. Not really. Um, but the first time I ever did stand-up, I told a joke that I—I uh, I don't think I told ever again. Um, the primary topic surrounding, uh, well, 
It was rather phallic in nature. Um, I had a bit that I decided the very first time I went up and did stand up. And I don't know if this was a mistake or not, but when I decided I was going to do my first open mic, I uh, invited like everybody I knew. I was like, I'm going to go do stand up for the first time. And everyone's like, okay, let's see. uh, Support you getting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like 30 people came out for the first time. It was uh, it was a big turnout. It was coworkers. It was friends. It was one of my brothers. Um, and uh, I got up there and I uh, said that wouldn't wouldn't it be great if it was <laughs> He's just going straight socially acceptable? <laughs> How old were you at this time, by the way? Twenty uh, one. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if it was just socially acceptable? Um, or I, I said like, you know, life is hard. Um, wouldn't things just be easier if it was socially acceptable to suck your friend's dick and like, just like casually, um, yeah, this is Mikey's face is in his hands. Why didn't you think I would say that? And you said you weren't a stand up comedian. No. (laughs) Well, you guys aren't laughing. So (laughs) it was the, it was the delayed Getting what did your two. 30 friends say that... Uh, well, 30 of them. Oh, they all thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, no, it's... it's, it's yeah. And, and um, told us off air. I think, was... like, my point I was getting to about it was something about just, like, oh, you know, you got a lot of stresses, and if it was just as casual as, like, oh, hey, can you get me another beer? Could you, you know, do that? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a bit like how a dog say. sniffs another dog's butt when they... Mate, I or? guess so, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what, um, I I know who this email is actually from, but I'm not going to give them the, uh, satisfaction. No, not going to give them the satisfaction of hearing their name on the air. You're playing into their hands. It's Eric sucks 69 at gmail.com. So (laughs) I think they were playing into their own hand. I mean, (laughs) they alluded to it right there. Very, very well thought out email address. It was, but (laughs) God, I wish I didn't, that went downhill very quick. Okay. Well, well, (laughs) there's that. Um, but are you going to get back into? You've had a bit of a hiatus from your comedy. Uh, I've had a profession. few years off. I, you know, I I kind of I am a bit pushy. I really want to see you get back on stage. I know everybody does. Um, but if that's mix. the filth that you're going to be uh, spurting out there, I'm not too sure. These <laughs> no, days. no, no, not for a family friendly podcast like Living a Broadcast. It's already too late. You've already said all it, of mate, that's going to be censored too out. Late. You can't can't come back from that. But you've got Yuck Yucks in town. You've got that Cambian Twelfth. You've got the comedy mix down under the Century Plaza. Yeah, this is your playground, boy. I mean, there's a lot of just like bars that do open mics. You got to be, you got to be somewhat decent to get up at those clubs. But well, you know. anyways, um, we do have a lovely guest joining us this evening as well. Um, we should probably introduce him right away because I think uh, he's got some stories that uh, sort of intertwine with our own lives too um, as we get to the interview. So we've got Rodrigo joining us this night, <laughs> this <laughs> night, tonight. Hey, Rod. Hey, hey Rod. Welcome, mate. Thanks for thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks for having me. And don't be scared by his previous comments about social. Yeah, I'm a little bit intimidated. Yeah, now. he's getting yeah. a little, little bit close over there. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare over. anybody. <laughs> Make our guests uncomfortable. <laughs> oh dear, Rogers. What did I get? Yeah, I was just waxing I poetic. I didn't. I didn't mean anything by that. Right, but uh, yeah, welcome to the show, Rodrigo. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. to have you. And um, maybe Mikey should uh, maybe do a little better job of introducing our guest because. Uh, I think you were the first of the three of us to really get to know Rodrigo. Yeah, I suppose out of the three of us, we've spent the, the most yeah, time together. Actually. We uh, worked together uh, originally, which is the the way we, we met. Worked every day for probably about five months. About so we got so, to yeah, know each like other pretty good. Months. Talked a lot of shit. 
Yeah. And then... Perfect place to be. Right exactly. Now. And then it's what we're going to do tonight. But uh, then, yeah, a couple of nights ago, we were out at the, uh, the P&E, which is the fair here in Vancouver, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And um, well, one of us at least had a, had a couple of frothies and I invited you on and <laughs> rest is history. So, yeah, we, we work yeah. together and, and, and you work with uh, Eric and James as well. So we thought perfect, perfect candidate. But when I told the guys that, you know, you were going to come on, we all then realised none of us actually knew the full story of like – how you actually got to Vancouver. So we thought absolutely perfect guest. So hopefully you're up for sharing that t- tonight. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, thank you very much. Nice, we're excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be well, nice to delve into the, uh, you know, the story behind... The mysterious myth. Rodrigo. Yes. Well, it's kind of yeah. a long story. Wow, well, mate, we got all the time in the world. Don't worry. These, absolutely. these podcasts are known for going extremely yeah. long. They are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Number one criticism. <laughs> <laughs> so that we don't listen to. No. Yeah, we don't. We don't care about criticism. Ah, so so don't don't do. bother emailing in about criticism, guys. We we will delete it straight no, away. Please do use that email address, livingabroadcast at gmail Well, you've seen what can happen. We read these live on air. You know, if you want to get a little little mention, then uh, please write in. Yeah, exactly. Shout outs to Eric Sucks sixty nine at gmail <laughs> So let's go back to the the very start, Rodrigo. You got that beautiful exotic car. Uh, <laughs> Uh, twang, twang there. Uh, where, do, where do you uh, where do you reside from? Well, originally from Chile. Yeah, I'm guessing that I'm your first South American guest. Yes. No, we've actually had four or five from Chile in particular. Believe it or not. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. I know that's <laughs> quite a uh, big community here, but I don't really hang out with them. Well, I was going to ask. It's a, there's a huge South American community it is. in in yeah. Vancouver, mm-hmm. in there particular is. Chile, or what's the most popular country? I've noticed lately, like. Um, Lots of uh, Mexicans and uh, lots of Brazilians around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, the Chilean community is quite big. And what uh, what part of Chile? The capital city, Santiago. 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 Brilliant. Excellent. Now, how do you actually pronounce it in English? Is it Chile or Chile? Is there a difference? Should we be worried I about that? Think probably depends on the accent of the. If you if you're it. eating a chili in Chile, does it just does it change? So Doesn't never, really change. Yeah. No. So there we go. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. that's right, smack bang in the middle. Yeah. I did. Uh, I did a um, a project on Chile when I was about eight years old. So I feel like I'm pretty well versed in in interviewing Rodrigo here. I know it's a long, uh, slender uh, <laughs> country. It's all been leading up to this. His. Uh, but Santiago's right, right, right in the middle. And did you have a more central north of? Uh, of Chile, central not, north, not right in the north, central north. Not I don't right know what that means, middle, <laughs> but to a little bit up north. Yeah, up north. And was it a? F- what was the upbringing like in Chile? Pretty standard. What are we talking? It is well. Uh, Chile itself is uh, such a isolated country. Like we are in South America, but we are surrounded on one end by the ocean, and the other one on the other end by the Andes. Mm-hmm. So we have kind of our own thing going on in the country. You're kind of trapped, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Trapped to <laughs> <Kinda> the... Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And, like, is that the reason why... I know you've told me before off-air many times that, like, the uh, Spanish that you speak is very, very different to the rest of South America. And yep. Is that because of the geographical isolation, do you think? I would say so, yeah. Okay, so you bought a... Argentina is the other side of the Andes, is that correct? Right, yeah. We have three neighbor countries up north. We have Peru and Bolivia, and then 
Argentina. Or okay. And so the Spanish inside. that are spoken in them countries, you yeah. would know. You would know straight away if you were speaking to someone from Argentina, kind of I thing. I would definitely know. Yeah. Okay. So we, did you spend a lot of time traveling uh, Peru, Bolivia? Like you, you got around there. Weirdly enough, no. <laughs> oh, there we go. So yeah, that's something. Uh, like traveling never came to my mind until mm. I was maybe twenty eighth or twenty nine years old. Wow. So nice. kind of old. And what age are we currently sat here at? <laughs> well, so you don't have to say. You if can you make them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's refusing to say. Shrug that question. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's no, yeah, okay. I don't. That's I don't okay. We haven't. We that. haven't nailed down James's age yeah, yet either. This is what um, I mean. You're in good company here. <laughs> yeah. I'm the oldest guy in the room. You don't even need to. Know. I doubt yeah, it. that's by uh, decades, though, James. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about this uh, different type of Spanish, though. Would you be able to elaborate on that a little bit? Because I, it makes sense having like the geographic divide of the the Andes mountains there that it kind of turns into its own dialect. But um, would you be able to carry a full conversation in Spanish with somebody else? Or like, is there so much of a difference that you kind of have to almost translate Spanish into a different type of Spanish? Well, it will depend so far who am I talking to. Okay. Now that I've been away, I know that I can use like a more neutral Spanish. But if I was like back in Chile talking to anybody from another country, I will probably have to slow down okay. my own Spanish. So, do you speak faster? Is we that what speak, you, yeah. you, you speak really fast? So, okay. yeah. a new, so, a neutral Spanish is like, a, you know, just the middle, the, the point. Yeah. yeah. And cool. I will probably have to make an effort in pronounce every single word. We right. don't pronounce okay. the final S, the final E's. Right. Okay. So, um, Eric, we, we um, learned last podcast, he used to live in Belize. Um, would you be Belize. able to speak? To, would you be able to speak to <laughs> Eric then from? Well, you would have to speak uh, Canadian Spanish oh, okay, to me, yeah, which okay. is yes. um, actually I've got Hola. this app on my phone. It's called Google Translate. <laughs> I have to talk into that. <laughs> That's how we speak Spanish in Canada. <laughs> and what about Chile itself? Because it's so goddamn it's so long. long. Yeah. I'm, I'm mm. sure from even the north to the south, there's probably different slang, right? Because it very, almost goes yeah. down as far as bloody Antarctica, doesn't yeah. it? So there's yeah, probably a lot of difference like, between We like it. to claim that we have uh, Antarctic territory, which is right. not true. Okay, okay. Mm. What country um, has the biggest territory of Antarctica in the world? I think it's technically Chile. Is it? Damn, fuck, I thought it was Australia. Uh, <laughs> you said it with a little glint in your yeah. eye. Yeah, hoping, the, hoping. I thought it was Australia. Okay, we're going to have to yeah. look this up. Well, there you go. Shall we Google that? Yeah, I'll get onto it while you guys do. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrong podcast, mate. Seamless. Oh, Seamless. Yeah. But uh, that, that's amazing, though. So to be in somewhere so isolated and, you know, ending up in Vancouver with us, uh, you know, miscreants right here, yeah. uh, that's quite the step. So yeah. which, uh, what age did you kind of start realizing that Vancouver might be the place? Well, not long ago, actually, maybe four or five years ago, I was yeah. uh, traveling around and I met some people that were actually from Vancouver and from BC in general. Cool. Nice. And they were the first one that like, gave me the idea of uh, coming to Canada in general. And was that while you were in Chile? No. Um, I met two Canadian girls in uh, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. One of them was from Vancouver. The other one was from uh, Kelowna. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, oh, hey. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shouts out Kelowna. <laughs> and I then, heard Cam Leaps uh, is better. <laughs> In Australia, Shout out Derek. Yeah, in Australia <laughs> I met a French Canadian girl that she was from Quebec, but she lived in Vancouver and she loved it. And she was the one that actually convinced me like 
to look into Canada as a real possibility. Brilliant. That's awesome. So you uh, sounds like you spent a bit of time in Australia then? You, you travelled there? Yeah, yeah. And well, I lived uh, one year in Australia. Oh, so you got the working holiday visa? Yes. Same as Jimbo I've, here? Oh, yeah. I've done three working holidays visas. All over the world or yeah. in general? Basically, well, New Zealand, Australia are here. Okay, so you went to New Zealand first. Yeah. Okay, and so what drew you to New Zealand out of everywhere in the world? Uh, well, I Just across a- the sp- Pacific from um, Chile, isn't it? So yeah, it's just across the Pacific, yeah, but it's still like a twelve-hour flight. <laughs> yeah. So straight. I guess there's no way yeah. you can stop. Yeah, there's no there's nowhere to. <laughs> it's yeah. just ocean. That's pretty exactly. good though. Twelve hours straight to the NZ. It's not too bad. So yeah, it was well. Basically, a friend of a friend was in New Zealand at that time, and I was back home, like thinking in like that I needed to do a change. I was going through like a personal rough time. That okay. I needed to do like a, something completely different, and uh, this guy contacted my friend, and he was like, "Hey, come to New Zealand. Like, if you wanna do something different, come check it out here." Yeah. And uh, me and my friend, we were like, eh, "New Zealand? I don't know. It's like too far." I don't yeah. Know. And uh, me and this guy, we were like thinking more in apply for a cruise ship uh, job at the time. Yeah. But for like different reasons, we were never never able to go to this office and apply for the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, the date for the apply applications for uh, New Zealand was coming and coming and coming, and it was finally like the next day, and we were like, "Okay, let's do it. Let's apply." There we go. Um, we applied, and like three days later, we got the approval from the visa. Awesome. Was like, okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think so, was it the process easy getting a New Zealand at that visa? Time, it was, yeah. Oh, it's become harder it now, became, do you yeah. think? I think at that time, uh, we had like a thousand uh, visas for Chilean citizens. Nice. That's and, quite a lot. And we had like, Just for Chile. I don't know, like, mm. nine, like 900 people applying for them. So it was like, you applied, you got it. And what year was that? It was 2010. Cool. Because I was there 2008 and it was very simple. It was yeah. It was an hour. You, work, you worked there? Uh, yeah. yeah. Works out there, work permit. But uh, And it was it North or South Island? That you went first? Uh, studied in North Island. Oh, cool. I live so in a small town uh, named uh, Hastings in Fox Bay. Oh, there we go. Hastings. From one Hastings to another. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's probably Very the cool. better of the two Hastings. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. There's a Hastings back in the UK too. and uh, Yeah, and, so uh, that one's probably the best. Spent uh, eight months in there and then I moved south to Christchurch. Oh, yeah. And that was <laughs> post-earthquake? Post-earthquake, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the city center was still the the red zone. Everything was closed down. Oh my god, yeah. But uh, so instantly, uh, big big change from Chile. Massive did, change. Did you yeah. know English when you moved to New Zealand? I, I think I always, always had English like in my mind. I always played video games in English. Okay. Always listened music in English, but I never had to use it back yeah. in Chile because like everything is Spanish and all the. Surrounding countries are Spanish speakers, so you don't need to, even if you travel in South America, you don't need to speak English. Yeah. But I always had it in my mind. And when I got to New Zealand and I was forced to do absolutely everything in English, like people started to tell me like, hey, like you have like a decent English, like Mm -hmm. you speak, I understand you. And when you replied, I can understand what you're saying. I was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not that bad. 
all that all them uh, video games paid <laughs> off, you know? All the hours. All them hours on, all, on yeah. PlayStation. So what you're saying is I should start playing my video games in Spanish and then I can go to Chile <laughs> you and get to go. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You should try. Give it a okay. try. Were well, you playing role playing games like Final Fantasy and stuff? Yeah. So yeah, you read exactly. all the dialogue. Yeah. Reading there, all okay. yeah. yeah, everything. Nice. That's really cool. That's in- interesting. Something I never never thought of. No. And so that was a that was a one year visa. In New Zealand, it was a one year and three month visa. That's uh, random. Yeah, fifteen yeah. month Pacific. visa. Yeah, what was yours, Jimbo? Fifteen um, months. Twelve. Or? Yeah, standard, huh. solid. Yeah, well, you had the option of extend your visa if you did some uh, like the Orchard uh, uh, work. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. okay. What did you choose to do? Uh, apple picking. Apple picking. Nice. Okay. And then, you know, that ended. I'm guessing. Oh, second best option. Let's just move to Australia. I'm yeah. glad you called it the <laughs> well, best runner option. up. Yeah, well, runner up price. That's, mm. It was uh, <laughs> slagging it, it off. Close to my birthday in November, that I was starting to freaking out because my visa was running out, and I was like, I don't want to go back to Chile. And so, I had at that time, I had my visa until December, before my extension was approved. So I was like, what can I do? What can I do? And I started to look into the Australian visa, mm-hmm. and I figured that. At that time, you were able to apply until you were 30 years old. Oh, yeah, the cutoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So during your third 30th, you were able to apply. So I quickly filled up all the forms, did all the paperwork, sent the applications a week before my 31st birthday. Oh, wow. Wow. Down Cutting to the wire. It fine. Yeah. But uh, we're guessing that all came good then and it was and approved. Funny enough, I got the answer from Immigration Australia. On my birthday. Ah, happy birthday. That my visa was approved. Perfect. Sounds like me, mate. I'm the same with visas. I leave everything down to the last (laughs) fucking minute possible. It's a South American thing to leave everything for the last, yeah. Yeah. I got a bit of South American in me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It hasn't done anyone any harm. So, uh, yeah, we're all sat here now in lovely Vancouver. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's that's quite a cool journey, man. Like coming from Chile to... Did you feel a bit fish out of water in New Zealand at first then? Obviously, you had the language barrier, but the culture as well? Yeah, the first couple of months, like coming from a South American country with, where nothing works, mm-hmm. pretty much, to a country where like absolutely <laughs> everything works. <laughs> what do you mean nothing works? Give us an example. House traffic. Uh, well, nothing the works. first thing that comes to my mind is the first time I went to the bank. Well, New banks Zealand. don't work in Chile. <laughs> it's it's such a pain in the ass to go to the bank. Like, if you go to a bank, you know that you're going to lose the entire day. Like really? Doing paperwork, filling uh, forms, we'll just or take, just wow. in line. We'll waiting, just waiting pay to money get. in, take money out, yeah. like basic transactions. And yeah, I went to the bank in New Zealand with my passport, my visa to open an account. Five minutes later, I have everything <laughs> sorted. It was like, what? Yeah, wow. what's, what's the catch? Yeah. yeah. And cell phone, you got that set yeah, right Yeah, same up. thing with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I set like on a specific day to do everything. And like an hour later, I had everything sorted. That's funny. Like, you planned should I do it? days should I do in your trip. Like, okay, that's my yeah. bank day, phone day. And then... Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, was Australia... Must have been faster than New Zealand, surely. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, what the thought, game so, over there. There we go. <laughs> there, get a bit of credibility back. That was smart. Um, <laughs> and where did you spend most of your time when you were in Australia? Uh, Sydney. Oh, okay. There we go. What did, what did you... Uh, Mike, it's like, next question. <laughs> next question, move on. You want to say Perth, loaded question. Um, well, I have to say, I, I never went to Western Australia, so I don't know. Fuck you, Rod, get uh, out of here, mate. Not worth it. <laughs> next one. Yeah. Move on. Who else that I need to Come go. on, yeah. come on in. Uh, now, nah, what, what did you do in Sydney? What you did you do in through Sydney? the top 10. I started working in a car wash first, and 
Then I found a Java traffic controller. Oh, wow. Okay. The guys with the lollipop sign. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it was... that was cause any traffic issues. (laughs) 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 Just imagine Rod just like listening to his music, forgetting that he's holding the sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The slow signs that was driving into a bulldozer. (laughs) 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 The funny thing is like to get the licenses for a traffic controller, they took my license, like my driver license from Chile. And in Chile, we drive on the right side. And everything yeah. in Australia is on the opposite side. So yeah. it's like, it's going to be an issue. And we're like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, you're good right. to go. Like, take the training and you're good to go. Okay. Oh, man. And I guess, uh, was it, what time of year did you arrive in Australia? Was it the heat in mm. or was it the cool time? It was March. Okay. It was, oh, yeah. it's not too bad then. Because I yeah. imagine you're out there. And I think I was lucky enough wintry. to have, like, the warmest winter that they had in years was that oh, year. So you felt at home. Nice. So I think if, if I... Yeah, if I felt cold, it was like one or two days in the entire winter, yeah, cool. and then it was fine. Gotta love that global warming. Yeah, oh yeah. But, uh, I mean, Chile is pretty hot. You're, you're used to it. It's the driest uh, place on earth, isn't it? Depends, yeah, the north. That that desert That place? desert, yeah. San Pedro yeah. is yeah. the driest, yep. driest desert. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. You out there controlling traffic, but just being totally fine. Not even a bead of sweat there to be seen. Not really. Well. The, the only day they struggled was a summer day then where there were 42 degrees. And I never experienced that temperature That's, before. Yeah. And if you start standing on like a black road, it's probably yeah. closer towards 50 yeah. on the tarmac. Oof. Well, I remember being out in about 51 in the, the red center and uh, walking on the road and being able to push my finger into the road and it being soft. Mm. And my skateboard wheels melted as well because that's where yeah. I used to go. Oh, so wow. yeah, melted skateboard wheels and pushing the road. It was so soft. So yeah. that gets warm. Young boy from Canterbury, not ready yeah, for that. Yeah, just not ready for that. Yeah, no, no, no. Not, not cut out for life on the uh, sinking road. Just going to uh, quickly interject here, guys. Got some stats on Antarctica because I know we've all Ooh, been um, course, yes. waiting for it. Swinging back around that way. Yeah, stat man. Uh, Chile uh, claim 1.2 million square kilometres. 1.2 million square kilometres of Antarctica. Uh, Norway... Norway, no, yeah, fucking settle down, Jesus. Really? <laughs> Norway, cl- let me build up to it. Go Norway on. claimed two point seven million square kilometers. So Norway claims more than Chile. So far and number me. one, come on, by a hey, look at him. A, a country He's mile. Already lit up. If you do say so, <laughs> claiming a whopping five point <laughs> nine square, five point nine million square kilometers. Yes, Australia. So um, there you go. I was right. Rod was wrong. Cool. And uh, yeah, moving on. You can open up a penguin farm there, Mikey. <laughs> in Antarctica. Yeah, we got penguins in Perth. Yeah. Well. Yeah, hundred percent. What? We, we got yeah. an island called Penguin Island. Yeah. They're out there. I'm learning more about Perth every day. Uh, it's yeah. brilliant, mate. Rod, you should have got there, mate. Where I else did to. you travel? You just traveled the east coast. Uh, basically, down south to Melbourne. Oh, yeah. I went to the Formula One Grand Prix. That oh, was one yeah. of my dreams come oh, true. Nice. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, then the interior, like Alice Spring, uh, Adelaide, uh, Darwin. Pretty much sounds like very similar trip to, to Jim. Yeah, pretty so. Did you yeah. do the Great Ocean Road as well? Or did you drive? No, up? I didn't manage to. Yeah, and how about driving? Um, so once you got your license all changed, was that okay being then on the left yeah. side? Yeah, yeah because uh, well, I got used to drive on the left on New Zealand. 
So oh, cool, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, so you were well-versed by that time. And then, of yeah. course, then coming to Canada, you had and to everything, forget yeah, everything. Everything you... became an issue when I came here. It was like <laughs> looking on the wrong side of the road. And... Yeah, back to Chile for you. And actually, speaking of uh, back to Chile, like when was the last time you had a little visit? Uh, two years ago. Cool. I, so. What was I, it like going back after being away for so long? Was it weird? It was weird, yeah, because I technically went for holidays to Chile. Oh, so, yeah, this is getting into that whole... Yeah, visa issue, right? So oh, immigration. Okay. If you're listening, it was a holiday. Just yeah, yeah stress well, that, please. Uh, Everybody's looking like, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> what, what can we say? What Who's wearing a wire? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was uh, trying to see what was going on with my visa at the time, and yeah, I decided to go for a month. Well, it was technically a friend's idea to go down to Chile because she wanted to travel around, and she needed a translator. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything worked out and then came back here. Speaking that student. Chilean Spanish. Yeah. Always handy to travel with a Spanish speaker. I know we talked that, about that a little bit on that last yeah, episode. That's last right. week. Yeah. With uh, Eric and Wolf. Came in handy. Yes. Always handy to have a translator. They're much appreciated. But that's a nice chunk of time to be back for though. A month, I usually find that when I visit back home, it's always the week's already planned if i've i mean I, I take what i can off work a week maybe 10 days at most and every day planned before we're even off the plane so a month was like quite a nice time to get back and get reacquainted yeah cool. well i managed to like travel around chile which i've never did before so i visit the north visit the south visit patagonia spend new years with my family and it was like quite a fun trip Sweet. So that's really cool revisiting your home country as a tourist, seeing things that you'd never seen before. Yep. It's it's funny how that kind of works because like hearing James and Rod travel around Australia, they've seen a hundred times more of Australia than I even have. And it, it's always the issue where you, it, you see less of your own country and then you go and yeah. visit all these other countries. The same thing with Canada though. You guys have all been out east, right? Uh, Brief, I've only been to Toronto. Yeah, to Toronto. Montreal. Only when I was 14. And Montreal, so yeah. I've only made it as far east as Winnipeg. <laughs> well, we've talked about this living a broadcast on the road. You know, yeah. if you want to get out there, we're, <laughs> yeah, plenty more cameras. We're in the future. I think Pay the, for our flight. The three of us please. need to do a road trip. Um, oh, it's got to happen. And then just yeah. stopping off in little country towns in the Absolutely. Some episodes. So someone out there fund us. Elon. Yes, <laughs> Elon. Elon, please Dalla build us the Hyperloop so we yeah. can travel. We'll read your email. Come on. Yeah. I'll come on, it. Elon. I'll tweet at you later from the Living Broadcast account. <laughs> God, he would get a buzz out of that. I should he? probably do that. The first tweet from our... <laughs> we not, our have we not tweeted yet? I have not tweeted from the Living Broadcast uh, account yet. I mean, twi- yeah, whoever runs our and Twitter account. Yeah, who is running that? Um, but is Twitter still as big as it's ever been? Or is it... Because I, I mean, I know... I don't hear much about it know. these days. No, yeah, no, no. Like, no, there's no world leaders constantly using it. <laughs> And uh, starting. Oh, well, that. Yeah, that, that's one thing. <laughs> no. Actually. I just mean, yeah. Are, do you guys use Trust it much? Eric to turn no. it political. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've, I've never used it, to be honest. Just oh, from, I love it. Just flown under the rate. We'll fucking use it for our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I just you look at it. it. I, I'm, just a, I'm just a lurker on there. I don't, uh, okay. I I don't like, tweet that much. It's handy if you're like, you know, into a certain band and they're touring or something. And it's like, hey, it's like, you know, so where we're going to be. Or to, like, keeping up the up-to-date updates, but traffic and things like that nothing too exciting on twitter I yeah don't know, but it, it, do you beg to differ eric you've got yeah well, um i mean you following. gotta you gotta follow people who have like a very distinct voice on twitter who are kind of talking about their own lives with a very certain brand of humor that is 
sort of stemmed from Twitter over the last five years. It's typically a very self-deprecating kind of sad brand of humor, a whole lot of memes on there mixed with very contemporary hyper topical issues. So it's this weird melting pot of the very current, like second to second zeitgeist. And I feel like you got to be following a shit ton of people and really have your finger on the pulse for any of it to make sense. It was over the last five years. Yeah. Been off Twitter for about 10. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah. yeah. So that was about the most pretentious description of it I could possibly (laughs) give. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what makes Twitter so much better than like Instagram though? Because it's words, not pictures. Pictures are pictures so are much. Pictures, pictures um, a thousand words. worth a thousand That's words. That's right, James. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Well, Twitter, you only get 240 characters. So. Yeah, always uh, that kind of turned me off. As I soon mean, as I use maybe 280. Like, okay. Also, speaking of Instagram, we now do have an Instagram uh, presence. Smooth. For everybody listening, yes. uh, get out there. Give us a follow. So whoever's in charge of our Instagram, I'd say they're doing a good job. Whoever's they in, char- in charge of the is. Twitter, uh, letting the team down a bit. pick up so their slack. Big time. Know, just well, this has been a great little ad mid-podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck Rod's here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we have Rodrigo, <laughs> we talked about your time in New Zealand. Uh, we've talked a little bit about your time in Australia. You got to live out. You said one of your life dreams was seeing the Formula One? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's been a lifelong passion of yours? It is, yeah. I didn't even realize they raced Formula One in Australia. Racist. <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first race of the season. Yeah, it's always the first one. Not that I'm into it, but I know they got one in Montreal as well, which um, might get to... You, have you been to that one, Rod? No. no. You haven't been to Montreal. And like life dream as well, like since a little boy, like, you know, racing your cars, watching it on TV. And then, yeah, yeah oh, like that's every like, Sunday morning watching Formula One back home was like, I want to I want to see that. Was I it as won. good as you thought it would be? It was awesome. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Because, hmm, yeah. yeah I don't it know. It's, I no, know. no, don't be <laughs> like that. I, I know what people normally think about race. I mean, it just goes race, fast. Races. It just goes by so fast. It's, yeah, but that's it's a common. Like, it's like the whole atmosphere there. The buzz. It's like you hear the noise in the... Uh, and you see the cars. And like, the smell see, of the gasoline. You the, briefly see the cars. That, they go so fast. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's gone. But yeah. That's the usual criticism, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's just it's, it's gone in a flash. and Been and gone. Yeah. The whole, whole experience, just the sum of its parts, just making you uh, yeah. realize your dream. That's awesome. That's really seems cool. like yeah. such a classy sport to go and watch, though. Formula One. <laughs> mm, You're still shoving a yeah, hot dog down your maybe. face and drinking beer. You know? Okay. No. Uh, Again, maybe a misconception. Well, yeah, it's it's somewhere between I'd say like a hooligan soccer game and watching a game of polo. Right, in the middle. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There'll be a bit of a class spring. Do you know what polo is? You look super confused. I know what polo Eric. is. Not water polo. No, I'm just getting my head wrapped around kind of the uh, the atmosphere I'm imagining. Water polo. You're just thinking yeah. about Yeah, water yeah. polo. Yeah, that's what I go to. Well, you used to play water polo, uh, didn't Just you? on that's like Wednesday nights. Just you dabbled. Still playing. Yeah. Still playing. You, you Still. Just got, got to give yourself credit, man. You, you say you're not a stand-up comedian. You, you, you've been up there. You've been standing up. <laughs> okay. You, know, you, you did play water polo. <laughs> just... Give it. I guess so. Man of many <laughs> Admit talents. to more of my own life. Admit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, yeah. So uh, so the races happened, and then uh, you, you found your way to Vancouver. So you mentioned you met two Canadian people yeah. that convinced you to move to Vancouver. Uh, whereabouts did that happen? That happened in Australia? Uh, one of them, yeah. Cool. And, and 
how did that uh, how did that come about? Well, uh, they were um, co-workers at uh, this uh, uh, packing house uh, company where I worked, and well, they were like the stereotypical Canadian people. They were super nice, super yeah. friendly, and was like, oh yeah. Glad to see that's a stereotype. Except <laughs> <laughs> Eric. And so yeah. what what did <laughs> Jackie? What did they specifically say that really twisted your arm to uh, to come here? Well, they told me basically that Vancouver is not like the Arctic tundra that we all think that Canada is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the most livable city and it's like a, such a nice spot to live and mm-hmm. the mountains, the ocean, like whatever everybody says about Vancouver. So is that where your mind went then? It's just the, yeah. the great white north, the Arctic tundra. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, And they sledding. were like, no, actually Vancouver is pretty nice. Like we don't get snow, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I sold it. I'll look into it. Oh, no, and so, what year was it that you started to look into it and apply for your visa? Two thousand twelve, and I applied for the visa two thousand thirteen. Okay, so um, same year as me. Same year as yeah. what, what month? Me as well. No, yeah. year before me. And what month do you remember? Twenty thirteen. Uh, don't remember exactly. I think it was maybe June, July. Oh, cool! And so I you was, arrived in the summer. Yeah, I was actually. Um, traveling in Southeast Asia when my visa got approved. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So and, well, since uh, you get your visa approved, you have one year to enter the country. So I right. like extended that and I made it to Canada almost a year after. Oh, cool. oh wow. So you it. cut it pretty fine. Yeah. Another there it is. Classic South American <laughs> yeah. one for you. <laughs> and so you said you traveled through uh, Southeast Asia. Yep. After Australia, I traveled six months in Southeast Asia. Nice. Where'd you go? I uh, started in Singapore and then started to go up uh, Malaysia, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very cool. That's brilliant. So you went from, yeah, Chile. So you'd spent many years of your life kind of feeling isolated out there. And then you just got this overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah that, that's so cool. Travel back. Yeah. yeah and you totally. just loved it. I was it. like, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. And yeah. the only time when I thought about going back to Chile was when I had my visa already approved in my passport. So I went ah. just for a few months to visit my family. And then I came here. Cool. And and you get back to see, so you said two years ago, is there a trip on the horizon coming up? Uh, not for now. No. It's all but good. We got technology now. You're seeing your family still and chatting, right? Yeah. Well, I normally don't plan trips like way in advance. I'm kind of... Again, last minute. SA delay? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> SA delay. <laughs> oh, like my that. God. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. kid. <laughs> yeah, the SA delay. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you Potential know, podcast name. Right that's gotta be the episode title. Yeah. yeah. What was your uh, What was your favorite uh, place uh, in uh, Southeast Asia? I really like Cambodia. Oh, Eric, did you go there? Yeah, I have been to Cambodia. Loves it. I was only there for a couple of weeks, but I loved it. Well, it happened to be at the time when what was it like the Brazil World Cup was? Okay. Not the, oh, one, the yeah. previous one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at that time, the Chilean team was doing very, very well. Yeah. And uh, because I was from Chile, like everybody was loving the performance of the team and everybody was like super happy to like hang out with me and watch the games. Yeah. Life of the party. Uh, Yeah. Did you have the shirt on uh, representing? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Nice. I think as a Canadian, the only time I would feel a similar sense of 
pride while traveling abroad would be if like the winter Olympics or something were happening. Yeah. yeah. The world cup was on. People would be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate. Better luck next year. No, 150th birthday. You would have loved it. Traveling around the world, you know, knowing that Canada, no one else would have cared. But. No, no, they wouldn't have. I'd be like, my country's way younger than everywhere else. Yeah. Except for Australia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. And so you came straight from Southeast Asia over to Vancouver. Did, was there any? No. I went for I went to Chile first. Went to Chile. Yeah. Uh, initially, I wanted to go for three months and ended up staying eight. Oh, okay. Wow. I was like having fun seeing my friends after mm-hmm. that much time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I spent those first two three months like meeting every single person that was around. And then I started to get bored to like mm. be back because when you go back there, like everything is still the same. Yep. Yeah. And uh, like, and you are different and you want to do things differently. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit bored of my group of friends. And I started <laughs> Sorry, mate. Shit. I know. So you're listening. I, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's no, true. It's, you know, you'd, you've gone out and seen the and, world. And you've I started grown. to hang out with more international people back there. Like I'm a big uh, couch surfer. Uh, Member, mm-hmm. I'm a really active member here as well. Nice, and um, that's how I started to meet like international people traveling to Chile to like learn Spanish or travel around. Yeah, and well, then well, after that, I also started to work as a tour guide back in Chile because I figured that actually back back there, there's not many people that speaks uh, English. Oh yeah, of course. So I like took that's advantage awesome. of that and. Uh, well, I had my first experience being a tour guide. So what kind of tours were you giving in Chile? Well, in Santiago, well, the classic city tour in the city, or you have like wineries uh, close by. Oh, yeah, Chile so, wine. Oh, yeah. Big time. Good stuff. Um, and so you said it took you eight months to hang out with all your friends. Sounds like you're a very yeah. popular man. But this is <laughs> uh, this is something that I, I find when, when you go home and visit James, you probably feel the same, but but you mentioned like, I don't want to offend anybody, but <laughs> but but yeah, nobody really does change, and nothing really does change. Yeah, but but in yourself, you feel like so much has changed in you, and it's so hard to go back to that way of life, and that's why yeah. like all of us have been back, and we've always wanted to come back away. It's 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 a, it's a strange sensation that. That only certain people yeah. can, and it's kind of hard feel. to explain to people. Yeah. Who exactly, yeah. People are always like, "Well, why are you moving back? Why are you going back to Canada?" And it's like, "Well, unless you've done it, you can't explain, you know, what it's like." And, and when you're living abroad, it, it feels like you're you're growing, you're growing more. You, yeah, you, yeah. You're learning more and you're discovering more about yourself. When when you're at home, you feel like you're kind of a little bit stagnant and just almost treading water. It gets in, comfortable. In a sense. Yeah. It gets yeah. comfortable. We're, we're on we're our in toes, the comfort yeah. zone. So. And, and exactly, yeah. I've been home for three months, started to get comfortable, so I came back. You were home for eight months, started to get comfortable, so I came back. Like I had a delay yeah. in my permit, so I was back three months when I was meant to have been back just for a few weeks. And that was, again, you walking down the street and you just feel, yeah, you've grown so much, but then you're, it, it, yeah, it's, it's tough, yeah. I'd say. It's hard to put into words yeah. unless you've felt it. 
Eric yep. being down the road from Kelowna. I was going to say, you guys started. wouldn't believe the shit that I have been through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going back to Kelowna. <laughs> going back to Kelowna, man. No, not, I love my people in Kelowna. I really do. And uh, I know I've said it before. No, it's we're not, not shitting on the people back in our no, home no, place. No, definitely not. But, it's just uh, saying no. it gets samey very quickly. It does. I mean, you know, the, yeah. It's, it's nice. It, it's a, it's a, it definitely a range of emotions, though, because you are feeling the comfort you're feeling oh isn't this nice to be back you love no place like home no, yeah, exactly and you do feel that but then it starts to get that itch starts again and you just yeah. like it's just you it's like there's two lives one is happening in the background so it's like you know working in the background like a little program going on and you know that you're back in england and or i did and it, i'm just imagining vancouver and things just happening and it's uh, mm. yeah you got to get back to uh, to where your life is and got to soothe yeah. that itch mm-hmm. um so tour guided Saw your friends eight months back in Chile. You decided to activate that visa. Exactly. Cashed it. And uh, so something just said to you, I've got this, I got this visa ready to go. Um, Was there any kind of thought in your mind that you might not activate that Canadian visa and just stay back home? For a moment, yeah. Um, Maybe because uh, I didn't see my parents for like that two and plus uh, years that I was abroad and uh, they're getting old so at some point I thought like maybe if I leave and I go to Canada for like long I might not be able to see them again Mm -hmm. but they're good that's good it's yeah that's another scary thing you think about your family back home what if something happens you know no one's getting younger especially parents yeah and I think of that. It plays on your mind. Yeah, every every time I ring mum and dad. It was a uh, shout out to my dad. It was Father's Day yesterday in yeah, Australia and New was. Zealand. Was it in the UK as well? No, Did but Laura, my girlfriend, yeah, she okay. was on the old Father's Day. So I rang, yeah, I rang my parents and um, dad asked me what I've been up to working, doing the podcast once, to we- once a week and yeah, he said... Uh, <laughs> He said, "Oh yeah, yeah. it's uh, you know yeah, it's going really well. I've uh, I've watched a I've watched a couple of episodes. I'm like, <laughs> he's a keen viewer of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you're lying, Dad. If, if you think that you watch podcasts, you clearly uh, don't know what's going on in that round. But uh, yeah, Happy Father's Day. But uh, yeah, you're right. It always plays in the back of your mind, doesn't it, when you're yeah. away? And it, it's kind of like a little bit of a guilt. There's there's a little is. bit of guiltiness that, yeah. that comes up when you're living abroad and." You know, because you're living away from, from your family and things like that, for sure. It's one of those things you've got to accept that comes with the territory that I knew making that move and coming away. We're going to lose people. We're going to see, you know, new people being born. And, you know, it's going to be that both of those things. Yeah. So when we go back, it, things don't really change. But then a lot does in a kind of in our current lives. And it, as Mikey says, a bit of guilt just underlying there. And uh, I actually had a cousin of mine say, um, you know, I... I should be selfish for once and go away. And then it just kind of enlightened me of like that there's some people that would see it that way that what we've done is could be conceived as selfish. Yeah. And it's it like, well, no, we just that. thought about ourselves in terms of this is our life and, you know, you, you get one of them and we want as much opportunity as possible. And yeah, there's just that kind of, it's mm. interesting to see the different takes on it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when you, when you, had enough of Chile and you decided to come to Canada. Was it was it always going to be Vancouver or did you um, have another city or, or province in, in mind? I was thinking in between uh, Vancouver and Calgary. Calgary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Basically because uh, well, during that trip in Asia, I met a couple from Calgary. Okay. 
Yeah. And they were telling me like th- good things about it. Really? But huh. then I checked on the <laughs> average temperatures oh, of yeah. both uh, cities. One look is yeah. what it took. And that, thing I check. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> and yeah, that made me choose Vancouver for sure. Um, Have you been to Calgary since you've been here? No. <laughs> <laughs> Says it all. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, uh, you chose chose wisely, son. And uh, uh, how- Cal- Calgary's nice for a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard. Why not check out the stampede? Do your thing. Um, but how about that girl that told you about Vancouver and sold it to you? Is she still here? Is she still away? Have you, uh, you still in know. touch? Um, no? Not really. I lost to the ether. Well. At that time, she was going to France. Like, I think I still have her Facebook somewhere, but... Oh, yeah. She'll be listening. Came, yeah. She'll be listening right now, so... Maybe. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. I guess, you know, it's pretty glad that, that you did get that uh, yeah, exactly. that little bit of advice. It's funny how these little things kind of work out. Yeah, that's cool. And how about um, with Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, all those places, was that somewhere that you had kind of had on your horizon or was it something that... That was something kind of unexpected. Cool. Like, uh, especially from Australia, it's so cheap to fly over there. That's right. And it was something that never really got my attention until my visa was running out in Australia. And I was, again, like thinking that I didn't want to go back to Chile just yet. I was like, okay, I think I'll plan something. And I got a really good deal on Boxing Day for a, a oh, flight. Yeah, that would, that would do. But... And yeah, I flew from uh, Darwin to Singapore and then started to follow just the flow, like going up. I knew the places that I wanted to visit, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what to do on every. Uh, and on your place. own at this point as well, just yeah, traveling. Yeah, solo, solo traveler all the time, but nice. yeah, I go to the hostel, met people and done. Cool. Perfect. So, yeah, is there anything, uh, I know this is a bit, bit premature, but is there anything that comes to mind in any of those hostels? Did anything uh, crazy happen? Is this an early hostel takeover for us on this episode? Mm, I'll say I remember a hostel in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. It was obviously the cheapest hostel. It was a dorm with 30 beds. Yeah. Like, I've never stayed in a, in a dorm with that many beds. One bathroom, 30 beds. Yeah. yeah. Sounds hygienic. <laughs> but yeah, but no, luckily no weird experiences. Mm. Just a lot of... So, yeah. A lot I of bodies in one room. Yeah, I, d- I did a 20-bed dorm in Surface Paradise when I was there. And it was just the black hair that gets caught around your toes when you go into the bathroom because there's so many people just Ew. with... It was horrible. It was, uh, but 30, I can imagine the hair ante was upped. I just feel like when there's a lot of people in warm climates like Surface Paradise or Cambodia, that just makes it so much worse as well for some reason. Oh, yeah. Hot, sweaty bodies everywhere. Mm. Yeah. So... <laughs> But that's, uh, yeah, then, then it eventually led you back to Vancouver here. So it's yeah. really cool, though, that you got to go back to Chile and have, you said, eight months back there. Yeah. And then it was time to come back to Van, you know, or to Van and start your life here. And how long, how many years out here now? Uh, this is my fourth year Lovely. living here. Was it easy for you to get the uh, the initial visa? Yeah, it was uh, basically just fill up paperwork and wait. Yes, the waiting game. Yeah, it's, uh, well... They did ask me for like quite a few papers because I lived in different countries, so I had. To oh yeah, you have to get police clearances police, yeah, from each country. From, yeah, pain yeah, in the ass. Federal eh? police in Australia. New so, Zealand police. Yeah. So. What about uh, getting all the paperwork from 
Chile? Was it, did you suffer the oh, was, SA delay no. getting all the paperwork? <laughs> no, the good thing is uh, right before I left uh, my country, I registered for the online service on uh, on those kind of papers. Oh, okay. So you and, pre-planned a little bit. And, yep, because okay. uh, I had this friend that was before traveling and he gave us all the advices. And he told us, me and my, my buddy at the time, like, do this, go to this uh, place and subscribe online because mm-hmm. you will need that later. And it's way sure. easier to get it, get it online and print it yourself than wait for the document to arrive. Yeah, well, I think that's that's good advice. And James of me has spoken about this before. Anytime you're applying for a visa or permanent residency, it's always going to take longer than you anticipate, usually just waiting for paperwork. So a good piece of advice, anybody out there who's doing, yeah. is about to embark on it is start as soon as possible as soon and just as get them initial paperworks in and yeah. it will save you a whole lot of stress. And uh, I wish I was able to listen to this podcast <laughs> a couple of yeah, years ago well, when I did it. Yeah. We're, a be source, very handy. we're a source for new immigrants right here. Yeah, I mean, that's been the ultimate goal of this podcast, to help people yeah. who are on this adventure. Um, not not as much here about, you know, shit I used to talk about and stand-up comedy and things <laughs> like that. Or I guess no, we could call that a bonus. They love that stuff. That's been the highlight of the nine episodes that we've done so far. I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You know. <laughs> yeah. So are you sat here now, Rodrigo, as a permanent resident? No, I'm ah. technically an international student. Okay, so there we go. Citizenship and Immigration Canada's favourite podcast. Uh, we have all above board student visa. All student above permit. board. Yeah. <laughs> we check yes. all paperwork before they're allowed to come on. And right. Everything is Yeah, there's actually a custom clearance office in uh, the bottom floor of my basement mm-hmm. or my building away. and <laughs> yeah, they have to go slice. through all of that. Yep. <laughs> so is this where you see is this where you see you spending the rest of the rest of your life, do you think? Uh, or? Yeah, that's what I hope. Yeah, so permanent yeah. residency is the... That's the goal, yeah. The goal. And is that far away for you, is that, or is it going to take a bit more time? Uh, hopefully, with all these studies that I'm doing, that will give me all the points that I need for complete the application. Cool. What are you studying? Uh, hospitality management. Sweet. Great. Okay. Well, that's Amazing. Setting up for a good future here, and, and that's a good thing. It's, uh, you know... You're on our, you're as a guest here with us tonight, but uh, we like to say as fellow immigrants, we're here for you. You know, we're here through this process. We know it isn't easy and it's really cool to have you on tonight and hear about your, your story and That's twists amazing. and turns and yeah. So. Yeah. So what, what was your first impression of Vancouver when you got here? You said you got here in the summertime. On April the 25th on 2015. And Vancouver was a place that had been on your radar for over a year at this point because you said yep. South, you know, you heard about it in Australia, Southeast Asia, trip back home, and then. Yeah, well, yeah, Vancouver was always like the city that I wanted to come. But to be honest, I didn't know anything about Vancouver. <laughs> so I didn't know what to expect. Did it live up to whatever expectations you had in your head when you got here? Oh, yeah, totally. And where did you start your voyage into Vancouver? Which, how did you arrive? Was it on the plane? Was it on, on the, the train? train? Yeah. yeah. I had a 24-hour flight, Santiago, Mexico City, Mexico City, Vancouver. And I had a 21-hour 21, uh, 21 layover in Mexico City. Yikes. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> what a long way around. Yeah. Yeah, well, luckily, <laughs> I, I had a friend in Mexico City that she took me around and she showed me the, like, the touristic places in Mexico City. So technically, I I've been in Mexico just for twenty one hours, but that was your first time there. Counts. 
Well, that's a good thing. Like you've done so much traveling, you've met a shitload of international people. You've got, probably got mates in every country in the world. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, I actually went to a, a house party once with, with Rodrigo. We were finishing work at the same time and he invited me to this house party and there were like 30, 40 people there and like none of them were from Canada. They they yeah. were all like I assume all your friends aren't from Canada. You just you just got this huge international community. It's great. We'll have to get some of them on. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. You got a, you're a good source for uh, for, <laughs> yeah. for yeah. guests <laughs> of the podcast. That's for sure. We we'll start uh, start mining them out. <laughs> When's the next house party? party? The next party <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll bring the podcast machine to the next party. Yeah, we we'll just <laughs> yes. have them the lined okay. out the door. Yep. <laughs> Well, once they see our uh, social media following, they'll be uh, right up the queuing up. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So you're in Vancouver now, Rod. It seems like you're killing it. You're meeting people from all around the world. It seems like it's where you want to be forever. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we get to with the, the third question. What are you doing now? And it just seems like you are studying hospitality. You work in the same field as us and uh, yep. loving the Canadian life. Exactly. I well, love working and what I'm doing now. It's obviously related to tourism, yeah. a different area than you guys. But it gives me the opportunity to talk to people, different people every day. Yeah. And that's something really fun to do. Like yeah. hear people's stories, uh, what they're doing, where they've been, what they want to do. And yeah. Yes. And I think fun. that's that's part of the reason of what inspired this podcast to start is that we all meet people from all over the world every single day. So including each other, including each (laughs) other. So it's, you know, I mean, we do this podcast, so obviously we love, uh, you know, hearing them stories. So yeah, Yeah, it's it's absolutely great. And I I think being the fact that we're in the tourism industry, I think we're well qualified for being international people. Oh yeah. Because we've, we've been in their situation. We've, we've been, Tourists, so I think, yeah, that's that's what I think anyway. I'm blown. Well, it was new to us. Once. My own horn a bit, but well, yeah. yeah, it was it was brand new to yeah. us once. And when we stepped off over the you know the plane or the the train, however we got here, it was it was a blank slate. And now mm-hmm. we are those people that have kind of you know we're educating new people that are arriving. And you know, it's this podcast, as you said. It's, uh, or we either turn them away and they're like never going back to fucking Vancouver ever again. Yeah. So like, uh, was there <laughs> was there one specific moment that? that really solidified the fact that you wanted to stay in Vancouver, whether it be meeting a certain group of people or just a moment in time when you thought, yep, this is, I'm going to call this place home for the rest of my life. I think it was a mix of uh, different things. Mm-hmm. Basically meeting all the people that I met here. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I had a, I had, I don't know, the luck to like get a job at uh, this company where we work for. And I was like pretty much the first uh, interview that I went to and uh, oh wow yeah and everybody like as soon as I knocked the door like everybody was so welcoming mm-hmm. that I felt like okay like this seems like a good place to work nice yeah absolutely and family atmosphere and then at the same time I was meeting my group of friends and they were like pretty much the same thing like people from all over the place and also some Canadian people yeah and they were like yeah like this seems like the right crowd to hang out and mm-hmm. we were doing everything together and and you have housemates now? You live in a shared house? Yeah, I share with uh, two other housemates. There are two girls, one from Mexico, one from uh, Italy. Oh, nice. Very cool. And I think talking, we were kind of preambling off 
off microphone earlier today about having you on and Eric and me both mentioned that like you were involved heavily in both of our first social nights out in our <laughs> in our work life. So yes. you seem to be the hub around yeah. the... Uh, there's, a, there's a funny story oh, with uh, Eric actually one it, night. Yeah. Is it appropriate for the, for the podcast? Yeah. Well, it was... And Rod, I, Rod, we, thinks we, so. we, Rod thinks so. <laughs> Think we, so. We might have to ask this. Per- we won't say your name. Yeah, no um, names. No, but it was like, uh, uh, well, once a year, me and a group of friends, we organize a pub crawl yes. here in Vancouver. Yeah. It's the 12 pubs of Christmas. Oh, nice. It's okay. Coming, it's coming around soon. Yep. So yeah. so the premise, I assume, is you go to 12 pubs. To 12 pubs and to have at least one drink. So. Okay. Are you, are you walking or crawling by the end of it? <laughs> Bit of both. It's hard to <laughs> 12 beers. Yeah. 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 Always tricky. So, yeah. And at the end of that night, uh, we ended up in uh, the Blarney Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and a small group of people and uh, a few co-workers in that group. Yes. And uh, we randomly ran into Eric. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't invited it. to this pub crawl. Classic. I was out with some other Just friends. out. Yeah, but uh, I happened to meet them on, like Rod was saying, the twelfth pub of Christmas. It was always a good time to run into people when they had twelve beers in. Yeah, stop number twelve. So it was the last bar. Okay, they weirdly were carrying a partridge and a pear tree with them. It was (laughs) bizarre. It was very strange. But um, anyways, I had kind of been removed from the company for a few months by this point by just like going back to school and stuff. Okay. And uh, no, Kicked not out. by yeah, <laughs> fired, not by force, laid off, <laughs> went removed by force. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, yeah, I bumped into them and uh, actually, funny enough, bridged the gap back into the company because uh, rather drunkenly, I RSVP'd to the Christmas party that I'd been invited <laughs> to mm-hmm. right. just like the next week or something like that. But uh Another one of our colleagues decided that uh, the service at this pub we were at was oh, yeah. uh, not fast enough for her liking. Mm-hmm. So she decided uh, that she would uh, self-serve herself by going behind the bar, grabbing a bottle oh, off of God. the shelf and <laughs> started <laughs> fixing herself a drink. Obviously. They, and, they saw uh, it straight away or did she get away with it? For well, no, as, the, as you can imagine, the bar staff were... Uh, not not so welcoming with no. uh, with the self service, and so they promptly gave her the boot. Said, "Hey, you got to go." Uh, understandably so, she left. Um, we're like, "Okay, well, that's her for the night." Five minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there she is again. Oh no! Snuck back in. What, I guess behind the bar. Uh, not at the <laughs> bar, but uh, doing shots. <laughs> Um, but I guess the, the person at the door hadn't seen that they'd kicked her out, kicked her out somewhere else or whatever. And, uh, so she snuck back in. That's a good effort. Because, yeah. Same I mean, bouncer saw the, her again. Yeah. The Blarney Stone is one entrance and it's just, yeah. it's just a regular door. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good effort. Good yeah. Effort. Did well. Um, did well. yeah, I think three times wow. she managed to sneak back in three and strikes. be given the boot. So I don't even know if she's allowed back she there. She technically anymore, did 15 pubs of Christmas then. She, yeah. she came and left three <laughs> times. So <laughs> yeah. That counts every time. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. That so, was also, yeah, the uh, the bridge back to uh, the company. 
Yeah, and so we you weren't kicked out in in conjunction with her. You, you, were you in there the whole time, and Rodrigo was just yeah, witnessing the whole. Out. He was witnessing the whole thing. Did you see that, Rodrigo? Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't see when when she was on the other side of the bar. Okay, but I heard yeah. all that story the next day from one of our coworkers that mm-hmm. came to me and said like, "Oh, so that the the twelve pots was uh, really fun." Like, <laughs> okay, how do you know about it? Yeah. It's like, geez, well, where it gets around. Yeah. Like, what kind of drink was she fixing herself? I don't know. Oh, okay. Just pure. I had quite gin. a few myself at that point. There was a funny uh, follow up morning to that night as well because I was, um, went um, and crashed with the friends I was out that night. And I woke up on the couch in uh, this pretty nice apartment, actually not too far from where I live now. But uh, woke up and noticed that there were a bunch of board games on the shelf and it was a pretty nice apartment, but I had somewhere to be that day. So I took off pretty quickly and went back to my place and then, uh, ca- uh, texted my friend. Um, Oh, Hey, I, I noticed that you guys had uh, set your girlfriend. I, I assumed it was my friend's girlfriend who I met for the first time that night. Uh, she had Catan on the shelf, settlers of Catan. We should uh, get together and play that sometime. <laughs> And he just texted me, we're staying at an Airbnb, you dumbass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, that reflects how many drinks you'd had. I don't think, <laughs> I, I think That's I've, I've never stayed at a place and not known who owns it or lives yeah. there, I think. So that's that's a pretty good idea. We've just gone back and all it. crashed and it was just like, okay, we're staying at this apartment. Okay, cool. I just went straight so. to the board game. Catan yeah. all the way, baby. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> so uh, That's funny. Yeah, that was uh, the follow-up. But uh, what's what's yours? You said you had a funny... Oh, oh it's not funny. It was just the, 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 first, uh, the first social event at our work that we went to. It was St. Paddy's Day karaoke at ah shit what was the hotel called it's been knocked down now on down on denman street the co- oh, shit oh it's sh- something sh- been knocked down a lot empire bit. landmark no 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 denman mall denman and nelson i don't know mm. you do know dover arms no, no oh no, no, i know exactly no, what you're talking about anyway it's like going it's a time warp yeah. when you go into that bar it's like going back into the Early eighties. It's gone um, now. It's really bizarre, but um, yeah, that was that was opening. That was no, that was good night. And then you briefly left our place of work for a year or so. About a year, yeah. And then I can't remember how it happened. Maybe you got in contact with me or something, and you you mentioned like you sent me a message mentioning um, my friend Keegan. Is, is that how uh, it happened? Uh, no, it happened... Well, when we were working, yeah. uh, when you first started, mm-hmm. uh, I randomly met uh, Sean. He's part of my group of friends. Okay, yeah. He used to be your roommate He used time. to be my roommate. Yeah, and, uh, Sean is in yeah. the house. No, another house. Another uh, house. We had this running joke that every time that I hang out with Mikey, we took a selfie and we sent it to Sean. <laughs> right, and every yeah. time that I was hanging out with Sean, I took we took a selfie and we sent it to Mikey. Nice. Yeah, this was in the, the weird um, hippie house where we would, I wouldn't do it, but my housemates would choose a new housemate via tarot card reading. Oh, God. It was, it was fucking weird. Selection yeah. process. And, uh, after that, when I was uh, working part-time, I mm-hmm. started to work in a, a BMW. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met, mm-hmm. met uh, Keegan. Yeah, and you guys, without 
us knowing, put two and two together that you both knew me. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody in Vancouver knows me. I'm that popular. But you put two and two together and, um, yeah, there you go. Bloody Rod was yeah. working with Keegan, who, yeah. who was featured on this. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've spoken yeah. about him. Canadian standoff, yeah, Keegan, episode two. It yeah. was, yeah. I think, one of the multiple Lancy events that we talked. And I said that I was working there. And you said, oh, my, my housemate is working there. Oh, really? And I asked you, like, what's his name? Oh. And you told me, Keegan, and the was. next couple of days, like, running to him. And I was oh, like, I don't remember oh, that. you are Mikey's uh, roommate. <laughs> yeah, took and a selfie. He looked took at me like, sent it to him. like, how you know? <laughs> <laughs> small world. Vancouver is a small world, especially within, like, the international kind of group that's here. Everybody, not everybody knows each other, but. That's so cool. It's certainly less than six degrees of separation. That's for sure. Yeah, Way less. Really yeah. is. But uh, we were going to get into a one of our rotating segments. Uh, we introduced it on the solo episode, and we were just talking about pubs, the 12 pubs of Christmas. And so we were going to uh, construct a, another round, Mount, <laughs> round, <laughs> round Mushmore, uh, Mount Rushmore of Vancouver things, and we are going to build one of bars this week. And before we get going, um, I'm sure the first one that comes to everyone's mind is uh, the Camby, our <laughs> great place of worship uh, for living a broadcast. Um, well, they're gonna the Camby down. pub, oh, yeah, we can just consider the mountain in which the faces are carved in. Right? So you're, you're saying we can't choose that? I mean, it's, it's kind of it's the obvious, obvious. one, right? Okay. So yeah, the Camby we... is the mountain in which... Okay, I like that. The faces that. are carved yeah, into. But did we talk about that on the last episode that we were back at the Canby recently? Did we mention Yeah, that? yeah, no, we, I did. Think we did. Caitlin and Wolf's it. going away Touched party. Touched on it, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that, that's a given. The Canby's in there. Yeah. They, they get there. Cemented their place. Absolutely. Time. You mentioned that karaoke. No, wait. Oh, yeah. Trivia was so shit that that's they just right. turned it into a karaoke <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah, trivia <laughs> failed at so many levels. It just became even worse. Karaoke oh, yeah. And we love a good karaoke night. That's, uh, yeah. You know, it's part of the, our company. So, yeah, we'll go around the circle, giving our suggestions about which uh, bar we think and should hold a place, and we all get vetoes. Yeah, so, Rod, if you hate someone's suggestion, you can just veto it. So, You're like, that okay. place sucks, Out. or, or it doesn't deserve to be or on there. Yeah, okay. been there. good to know. Yep. Who wants to start us off? Well, we did bring out our little mini whiteboard, as per tradition. It's totally yeah. blank. I got, I, got, I got a few. I got a few. Okay. I've got to be... We could just kind of write yeah. them down. Okay. As we go, just talk and I will... Professional, uh, professional. Yeah, I'm going to say, you've got to put the Roxy right up there. That's... I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So predictable. Uh, Just because you haven't been, you wouldn't understand, mate. You just don't Um, get it. It's a a classic. I'll tell you what, tonight we're recording on a Sunday. Yeah. A Sunday night before a public holiday. This is the bit, one of the busiest days of the year at the Roxy. This is when it goes off. Is it country night tonight? Sunday night? Oh, yeah, country night, Country, country night. night. I don't even like country music, but Me on a neither. Sunday night at the Roxy, I'll get down. If you don't get to the Roxy before 8 o'clock on a Sunday before a public holiday, you're waiting an hour. Forget it. At least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so Roxy is a great place to go. Um, it's, the you know, classic sticky dance floor all the time. Uh, during hockey season, there's a good chance that you run into hockey players. The Canucks always go there. I um, recently told um, Jake Vitanen and Bo Besser to fuck off. I think we mentioned that. Um, yes, I had a we bit did. Of, I had a bit, bit of liquid courage that night. So I would say that anybody up for the Roxy, do you think that deserves or? 
I mean, it's a legendary Vancouver it's bar. It's a maybe. Yeah, well, we we definitely need to get there. Eric, you need to break in your Roxy. Well, I, I feel like I should go after the podcast tonight, cut my yeah, losses. Country and, night. You yeah. just heard the man. You, you ain't getting in, but you could always... Uh, Figure it out. Know, wow. Pour yourself a drink after getting back in. Um, are we going with these pubs? Is it bars? Is it craft breweries? Because I've got a few crafts that come to mind. I mean, breweries are up for consideration for sure, but... We could do a separate one. I think I think breweries, breweries yeah, yeah, kind of own, deserve their own, own mountains. Own, our own mountain. So many of them. So. Exactly. Yeah. Deserve, deserve our own, their they own do, mountain. Yeah, so, sure. so breweries are a separate consideration. It's just as we get into places like Gastown, we're, we're bordering on uh, yeah. what becomes a bar and what becomes a brewery. Did you have somewhere in yeah. mind? Uh, I was just thinking, it, it's an obvious one, but it just because it kind of welcomes you into Gastown, the Steamworks, only because it's got pool tables down there in the basement. And there's yeah. been many a night that have been playing some pool, you know, Pool tables quite few and far between in Vancouver, I've noticed. Steamworks. Yep, Steamworks, just a you know, solid <laughs> That menu. is a good grey area in terms mm-hmm. of because... Mm-hmm. If you're upstairs, mm-hmm. I haven't really ever been upstairs in the Steamworks, but just going downstairs, you're working way through the beer menu. I, it's it's yeah. not really a pub, that's the thing. No. So uh, we can veto that. It was just that I was okay. thinking, I, could, that's why could, I was getting could, the distinction. Could, no, yeah, it's 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 certainly, I, I see where your question came from. Yeah. It's certainly on the on the line there. Because it's like a full restaurant and everything. I would give it a veto yeah. personally yeah. because I went on a weird date there once. But okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I would. I had a bad experience. It wasn't that bad. But last time I went there, which was only two weeks ago for someone's going away party. Um, but uh, they wouldn't let me order at the bar. And I'm like, well, I'm just playing pool. I don't really have a table. So can I just order at the bar? And they're like, no, no. Go and stand near the pool table. Our server will come over to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Oh. And then she took 10 minutes. So bless you. And then she took 10 minutes to get over there. So, uh, yeah, that, that'll that feature on the, I think, the brewery mountain. Perhaps. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, uh, left for another day. Yeah. Well, that'll be at least up for consideration for the breweries. Well, Okay, I'll go straight in here. We're talking about Steamworks. We'll, we'll go on to that another day. I'm going to come in here. Controversial, some might say. One of the roughest bars in yes. Vancouver. But the Ivanhoe. Oh, I love the Ivanhoe. I was not yeah. expecting to say that. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, this, that's, that's up there. This, this goes back. I mean, I did, I've done open mic there, playing guitar, playing uh, just some whiskey in the jar up in front of everyone there. Witnessed many fights and played many games of pool in there over many jars of cheap Canadian beer. Molson Canadian. Yes, I love the Ivanhoe. This is a place that I also have kind of a personal connection to. Um, my uncle and I love going to shows at the rickshaw and in a few other venues down in that area. And uh, we always start the night off at the Ivanhoe. It's kind of our go-to. Yeah. Go-to dive spot. And when I hadn't long met you at our company. Um, yeah. It was around the corner from where we worked. So me and Eric, a few beers in the Ivanhoe. Absolutely. One of my favorite Canada days in recent memory. I think we were both getting off late that night. None of us wanted, neither of us wanted to go crazy. And we just had kind of a night reflecting on Vancouver and Canada as a yeah, whole. Yeah, it was the pilot. That was like the precursor <laughs> to this podcast. It kind of was yeah, in a weird way. We got chatting and yeah. uh, the Ivanhoe, I mean... I, I I think this should be on there, don't you? Is it, do you think oh it man, makes a cut? legendary! Have you yeah. been to the Ivanhoe Rod? Uh, I've been there once. Yeah, <laughs> what did you think of it? It was uh, 
interesting. Let's put it that way. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. it's a strange part because it's it's huge inside. Yeah. So it, it goes is. back, and it's almost like you're in two halves. But there's the pool tables, there's the booths, there's the karaoke section slash yeah. band area. Absolutely. Well, uh, the the toilets. The night that I was there, I was with a group of uh, uh, Latino friends. Okay. So uh, we went there and uh, we felt observed for the first five minutes. Yeah. Because okay. like, obviously we were speaking Spanish <laughs> most of the time. But then after when we went to order a few beers and then we started to talk to the people there, it was like, yeah, like any other regular it's, bar. It's yeah. comfortable in there. It's, uh, the, I mean, I've seen many, many fights in the Ivan, Ivanhoe, but you're totally out of it. You just, they're, they're dealing with it in the corner, you know, and want to kind of see it happen. But yeah. You've seen a few yeah. fights there. What do you think? Uh, Mikey just had his first trip to the Ivanhoe only recently. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Went there for karaoke a couple of really? weeks ago. We oh, shut nice. down the karaoke there. What? Yeah, we did. It was. I missed this. It was. Uh, yeah, no, it's an interesting place. It's. <laughs> so yeah, we Christmas what, song in August. Mikey. What did, yeah. What, <laughs> I sang. Really? Um, I sang fairy tale. Fairy tale of New York. Oh, really? The by Pogues. the Pogues. Yeah. And the dude singing the karaoke, doing the karaoke, looked at me at the introduction and was just like. Mate, what the fuck is this that you're singing? Were you I was doing like, it in that as well? Uh, a little bit, a little bit of that. That how the singer actually does it. What What did you sing? You sang um, "Under the Bridge." Under the Bridge, yeah, classic. And then our friend sang uh, "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys. Oh, nice, that's a good that one. was it. Yeah, Just, uh, but but we were definitely a couple of frothies in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eric. Decided to plug our podcast really hard on the microphone <laughs> to oh. all six people still to left. All six, and they're all just like, "What is this maniac talking about? What the fuck?" You just got in like the instrumental feedback. breaks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. got some mic feedback. Like living abroad, living abroad, living abroad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you All right, everybody, <laughs> check out Living a Broadcast on <laughs> iTunes, on iTunes. I don't ever want to. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. we're going to the next karaoke night, lads. You included, Rod. You're, you're oh, coming oh, for yeah. sure. We, we're yeah, we're back, back, to the hoe. back Absolutely. to the hoe. Absolutely. So the Ivanhoe, wow. We, uh, is that is that made it, has it? I mean, Leon? it's got to be. I, I, <laughs> me and James both love the Ivanhoe. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was just All digging right. out an old photo. Obviously, this is off air. Like, you're not going to see this, but maybe we'll post we'll, this we to can our post Instagram. Put it on the Instagram story. We can post it on the Instagram. Playing, uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That is Son of the Ho in yeah, the background. Son of James the Ho. playing guitar in oh, the Ivanhoe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Catch that on our Instagram story, yeah, we'll everybody. we posting that. It was my, mate, my other mate called James. He's moved back to the UK now. Um, he recently got married, so congratulations, James. Um, but he was uh, a driver. We would jam together, and the Ivanhoe was our haunt every Sunday night. We would play. Damn, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Nice. Shame we missed that. Yeah, damn. A different era, guys. Yeah, we'll put that photo up on Legendary. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> the Ivanhoe. <laughs> the listeners. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rodrigo. Where do you? Oh, I guess it's my turn. Oh, Rod. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah, guest honor. Yeah. Uh, where do you think? Selfish. I have two places in mind. Okay. Whoa, we've only got two spots left. Apparently, Pick wisely. Right. Well, we hear them both. No way. We can we can veto oh, places, have, but have I we, think the Roxy the Roxy is. Have, have we decided on the Roxy? We hadn't actually said that. Well, nobody's vetoed it yet. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where it we goes. Got solid, some more. Yeah. Well, the first place that comes to my mind is uh, one of my favorite bars. It's uh, probably Mikey knows it. Uh, the Moses Down Under. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Bar here in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what What do you like about it? Well, I like the atmosphere there. I go mm-hmm. really often to see like rugby games and stuff. Yeah, they always play uh, sporting games yeah. from, from Australia. 
And uh, well, the owner knows me already, and she always greets me by so name. Oh, that's Australian right. Australian lady, so, the really nice yeah. lady. What's her yeah. name called? Corinne. Corinna. Corinne, yes. Yeah. Corina. Oh, nice. All right, shout yeah. out to the mooses down on there. Hey, Corinna. Yeah. Give us money. Very cool. <laughs> yep. Again, a place I have not been before. I've only been, I've probably been two, three times, to be honest. Not not that many times, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say. Me and um, I've been once. Me and Laura went. And surprisingly on the menu, Vegemite Sanger. And it actually says Sanger right there. So yeah. Going order, so it's, it's very Australian themed. Yeah. Which kind of makes me, it's a, a little bit uncomfortable because it, there's parts of it that seems a little bit, Tacky. I get it. Oh, yeah. I suppose. Sure. I don't know. Be, being being an Australian, it's like they yeah. try too hard to be Australian. Maybe. Um, I get it. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely not getting money from them now. <laughs> Can we <laughs> Sorry, that Karina. Um, no, but no, really good place, and you always feel yeah um, welcome. But but I I don't know. It's one of them things that you know. For me, if I wanted to go to an Australian bar, I'd probably go back to Australia. You know, big ass place though. But also a weird part of town. There's nothing yeah. really around it, right? It doesn't it's, suit it being there. It's, it's in the CBD. Down the stairs and you just, oh. Yeah, it's a yeah. Nice here. Yeah, and it's around where all the big banks and resource companies and in, yeah. insurance Is companies are based. Is it or Dunsmuir? Yeah, because yeah, I've got yeah. buses so many times to the North Shore before I had the old car, put the old mountain bike on the front of the bus. The amount of times I've gone past it and didn't even know it was there and we were just walking mm. downtown one night, yeah. heard some music, so, oh, cool, what's this? And... There it is, mooses. Easy to miss because it is... Uh, yeah, it's in a basement. So In a basement. Yeah. Yeah. And the second place that I have in mind, it's a bar in Granville. It's an Irish bar, uh, Johnny Fox's. Oh, oh that, the Irish one. snug. Yeah. Snug. Yeah, the old yeah, snug. Te- technically a snug, not a, not a bar. Now, next to the first hostel I stayed in, so the old HI right H-I. next door. Yeah. And that was the, yeah, one of the first little... It is good. Holds a capacity of about it's really tiny thirty. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, similar to um, that other bar down on Granville. Uh, I was I was down on Granville earlier today, and it was all the Irish bars were just jam packed because mm. they had the um the final of the Gaelic football was on this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vancouver time it was this morning so like everybody was out all the Irish guys were out in their jerseys and stuff like that at all the bars so it's a big big day for them um that's definitely up there I don't know how I don't know how old Johnny Fox's is though I don't know how long that's been been around mm, for it seems kind of let's see I know they recently had to do the facade up and now it's like totally glass it used to be like really shut off and the, the landlord made them um change the facade I've never been to that one either actually <laughs> Mm. Well, so sorry, I'm not much help Eric there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, speaking of which, Eric. Okay. We, uh, we, we, we have a big – are you writing these down? Because we've got to decide. Um, we've got two suspense. spots and yeah, open, I'll, mooses. And uh, I'll just interject there and just say Johnny Fox has since 2004 been pouring. Oh, there you go. Okay. Proud, proudly pouring Vancouver's best pint of Guinness since 2004. Big claim. Big, big claim. claim. Big, big words. Okay. Well, I think it's my turn now. Um, I'm going to give a across-the-board veto to any pub by the Donnelly Group. Yeah, this is classic Eric. This is is classic Eric. Anything to do with mainstream, (laughs) (laughs) fucking forget about it. You've ended up most nights in the cinema on Granville, but you still veto it. I'm pretty sure they they (laughs) own almost every bar in 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, sure. Sing Sing that we've had a bunch in before yeah. too. Oh, they do. All yeah. part of yeah. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> hypocrite, <laughs> hypocrite to the last. But um, Falconetti's is the bar mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. nominating. Um, yeah, one yeah. that Hard here. I know Mikey and I love. Um, yeah, it's, just down the road from myself. Yeah, it's, it's underrated. Uh, underrated. Bar. It is actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, one of the best rooftop. Ooh, oh yeah. Shit, we shouldn't be saying this because we want to keep it for ourselves. Yeah, oh. best kept secret. Nah, nah, good rooftop bar. Yeah, Checo Falconetti's recently reopened after almost two years of... It was, yeah, about 18 yeah. months, I'd say, of being closed while, down. Yeah. And a lot of people thought that it was closed forever. Mm. Ourselves um, included. Yeah, and, and they reopened. It just kind of nice. cold opened. It wasn't really much fanfare to it. So they it opened just... on uh, Car Free Day yeah. on Commercial Drive. Ooh, and yeah. me and my mate Keegs, we just happened to stumble upon it. We went in there. And uh, it was a good time. I, <laughs> that particular day, I, I made a terrible mistake because they had renovated it and they had changed where the toilets are. Or oh, sorry, the washrooms or the restrooms, whatever you call it. Yeah. Now the restrooms are at the front of the bar, right near where you walk in. And I, I went around the corner and there's three doors. There's um, like handicap, then a, with a handicap symbol on. Then a door with nothing on, but it's a sliding door. So I was like, yep. oh, closet, janitor's cupboard, something like that. And another door um, that had a W on it. And I can that door's open. I look in and there's a couple of cubicles. I say, well, you know, handicap and then W door. And I'm like, well, there's no... It's be women. Where's the men's? I'm, I, I'm, I'm like, maybe it stands for women's, but there's no men, so it makes no sense. So it must... Maybe the W just stands for uh, washrooms. Yeah. So I, I talked myself into <laughs> that it stands for washrooms, went in there and took a piss and all good, came out and uh, told Keegs and he goes, mate, I think you just went into the women's bathroom. And I go, no, 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 because there's no men's. There's no men's. <laughs> and I, I said to the server when she came over... Um, I was like, hey, um, just just quick question. The the washrooms with the W on, what what does that W stand for? She goes, Oh, women's. <laughs> and I was I was like, I just felt so stupid. I was she's like, why? Did you go there? I was like, no, definitely not. Asking for a friend. And then I go, Oh, just out of curiosity, where's the male's toilets? And she goes, Oh, it's the one with the sliding door. We just haven't got around to putting an M on it. I'm <laughs> like, well, you might want to fucking get onto that pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, Falconetti's. I love it. Do we want to confirm it or is this... Uh, is it an honourable mention? Is it? I'd say it's a solid contender. I've only been a handful of times. It's commercial yeah. was my old... I mean, favorite. I'm biased. It's it's one of my favourite It's again, yeah, kind of one of those ones. I'm not sure. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, many times though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I'd say, what about the Black Lodge? Is that another one? Oh, I, I love the Black Lodge. Yeah. yeah. Would it make it again as an honourable mention? And the previous location that was on Kingsway. Uh, I never Black went Lodge. to the original location. It's more I of a rest. It. Is it more of a restaurant? Uh, it's got the bar. vegetarian. Uh, it's proud, proudly, you know, proudly with the vegetarian food. But we've had speckled, mottled metal mugs or whatever. That I yeah. Called it. I mean, <laughs> I I've primarily <laughs> drank in there rather than got food. It's uh, about the drinking. You know? Yeah. I usually eat. But that's another story. This segment is going to. Caused so much controversy. I know, I know people listening to this from Vancouver would just be yelling their at their fucking yeah. phones yeah. because. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna, are I'm we going to put one out there? Okay. What? What do you want to say? I was just going to say, are we making this list based off of kind of ubiquitous 
Vancouver pubs or our own personal opinion? I don't know. You came up with it. <laughs> yeah. Know your own <laughs> rules. Your rules. Well, I'm asking I you guys. Because I told you bef- before we came on air, the Cheshire Cheese Inn, which is a, con- again, mm-hmm. who's yeah. ever been there? No one's ever been there. It's in Dunbar. It's a little lovely family friendly neighborhood. Get down there. Cheshire. The Describe Cheshire. the Cheshire Cheese. So the Cheshire Cheese Inn. You walk in. And you might as well be walking into an English pub. So, and as Mikey was saying, you go into an Aussie themed bar. It's got that kind of air of like, okay, you know, I'm from Australia or whatever. Irish people probably walk into an Irish bar and it's called Molly O'Flanagan's and you're getting, you know, something like that. Uh, This one, it really is authentically British pub. And it's on Dunbar Street, which is my neck of the woods. Nothing really happens out there, but an authentic British pub. So it's probably some British bias. But if anyone's been out to the Cheshire Cheese Inn, great food, great beer. Me and Laura have been there for St. Paddy's. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's <laughs> so. James is wearing a Cheshire Cheese <laughs> shirt. It's clearly <laughs> sponsored by them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> representing. It's wearing a big... But yeah. it just reminded me of it, though, because you said about uh, Falconetti's closing down, no fanfare, and it just reopened. Mm-hmm. Me and Laura, we went to Cheshire Cheese, as, as we usually do, and it's our local. Closed down just completely gone Mm. shut us down derelicts you know nothing there and then we just accepted it you know it was it was was a loss but two months later open no fanfare not announced new signage new branding everything but it's still very much the cheshire cheese in why is it called that though that's what i don't understand Um, i think the uk it calls back to something in the uk because yeah one of our friends Kay, who will be a future guest on this show um she was back in england and she saw another pub there the cheshire cheese and again it's a it was one of the weirdest non-catchy. And I tell you, before the, the pub rebranded, it just looked like some kind of weird butchers or something, a delicatessen. It, the sign doesn't scream pub. It was a plain white with the Cheshire cheese <laughs> in the cheapest. And I almost like went in with the design and said, hey, man, I tell you what you should do with this pub. If you want to make it really authentically British... I'm going to design a sign for you in that real wood. And it'll be, you know, mm-hmm. how like those hanging signs are there, like proper British pub. Yeah, and I, I can just imagine, yeah, it would be, it would be great. But they have rebranded, no amazing signs, still this weird delicatessen. Oh, you got to get on that. Little, we should yeah. get yeah. one of those wooden signs that says living a broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Hanging outside your building, Eric. Well, yeah. So everybody knows. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make a deal though. Like you guys, you, you still yet to see my old apartment. So we'll be uh, probably recording an episode there at some point. We'll have a little wander to the Cheshire. Mm-hmm. And I'll, uh, because mm-hmm. again, you guys down here, you're too cool for me with this Mount Pleasant and Main Street, you know. Hitness. Oh, come on! But you want to come down to this old lady? You, no, you, I'd you, love to. I'd love to absolutely. check out the Cheshire Honestly, Cheese. Nothing more than I wanted. Yeah. I want to record an episode of this at the Cheshire Cheese. You got it. Well, we'll go to trivia. Absolutely, night. we'll be the youngest in there by about seventy years, and uh, yeah, we'll record an episode. Yeah. Beautiful. So uh, we are getting far and away from this list, everyone. Um, I think that this Mount Rushmore is starting to look more like... uh, It's too hard. I think we've realized it might be too hard to do this. It's ambitious. It's ambitious. (laughs) But there's one one that that, um, I want to have another go. Okay. Funkies. Oh, absolutely. Funky Winker Bang. It's got to make it. That's no, got to make know. it. I mean, I, I wrote it down here. Oh, you um, did write I, it down. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have fun. Karaoke, on the list. seven nights a week. Yes. With the most interesting characters in there. Vancouver yep. heavy, Legends. Heavy yep. metal karaoke. If you go there, you'll always run into a, a fella called Chai Pig. Yep. Oh, yeah. Anybody from Vancouver would have seen him. He used to be in an a 80s punk band called. S S N F U, yes, that's and right. he is um, 
Hmm. How, How do we you put describe it? Him? Uh, he had a good time during the eighties, and now he's yeah. uh, paying for it. But yeah. uh, no, he's a lovely man. I've spoken to him many times, and and great, <laughs> great guy. We, we weirdly get along very well. Um, but uh, mate, Funkies, I think it's got to be on yeah. there. Funky Winker Beans. Yeah, we've had oh, some yeah. wild nights, uh, even yeah. us yeah. guys here. And how about you, Rod? You been over there? Yeah, the last time I went there, I actually took my classmates. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, <laughs> what did they think? Did uh, they were intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be intimidating. Like they walked in and they were like, where did you bring us? It's yeah. a little off the beaten track. It, yeah. It's not in the uh, touristy part of, of town. No. Far from it. No. Far it's from in the downtown it. east side. We've talked about that. Yeah. And you walk in and how would you describe the interior, Funky's guys? Well, actually, that's Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's, well, there's art it's on pretty the wall. gross. Yeah, there's art on the wall along with various substances smeared. I don't know. Yeah. That's my experience. Uh, um, um, but yeah, heavy metal screaming on karaoke. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Seen a lot of that. We saw the $7 deal, Jameson and Lucky Lager. Yeah. One-two one, combo. Yeah, Jameson and a beer, big beer. Oh, God, got to be too far gone. That one. Yeah, I had a few too many of those. Yeah. Um, James had oh, a wait. firework exploded right next to his head yeah. by some <laughs> someone standing outside smoking. That's right. Really? And then went off with two complete strangers for the rest of the night. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know him. I think, and yeah, I don't know. It just ended up having a big night with them. Yeah, just went out on Granville that Street, was, painted the town red. That was the night where I, I, I came and met you guys there and I'd just been for a hike. So yeah, I was wearing song. like a shirt, <laughs> shorts and bright fluoro yellow runners and I'm in this like really run down um, punk pub. I would have stood out yeah. like a sore thumb. Yeah, his knees out and chai pig take an instant liking. You remembered yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thighs out, chai's out. Hey. <laughs> my dad's met him as well. Yeah, when, yeah. When my parents really? came, yeah, dad spoke to him, ran into him at the camp. <laughs> well, that's a mate I want to introduce the old man, to you. Okay. The old man had a chat to him. But, uh, anyway. So, yeah. I, I mean, if I were to make a rough estimate of just based on where this conversation's gone, the, uh, the, the <laughs> Living Abroad cast, Mount Rushmore, Vancouver bars, and this is basically solely on how affectionately we've talked about these places seems to be the Roxy, the Ivanhoe, Funkies, and maybe Falconetti's all mounted atop the Camby. Super yeah. proud. Yeah. 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 Happy with that. And I'm sure everybody disagrees with us. Yes. So email in. Please. Uh, whack it on our Instagram, what what you yeah. think of, of yours. And, you know, we could keep that fourth spot open. It could be the people's, the people's bar. Yeah, the people's the, choice. The rotating, people's choice bar. The rotating right in. tap of bars. Yeah. We could post it on our, in, on our Instagram, do a poll. Yeah, I could, yep. I mean, whoever the runs the Instagram. The world is our oyster. <laughs> Organize that. Yeah. Sure. The tongue. And uh, yeah, follow that Instagram, everyone. We are now committed to posting. We have made several posts as of this record, and they're going to continue. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. uh, Living a Broadcast on Instagram. I guess um, whoever runs the Twitter should start doing their own job. We'll start off with a tweet to Elon Musk. Ask him to be on the show. Um, if he says no, then we are never going to use the Twitter ever again. But uh, if he says yes, then look forward to that interview. <laughs> if he so says no, uh, I'm never driving my Tesla ever again. No, I refuse. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I'm parking mine and uh, never never turning it on. Um, so that's Living Abroad Pod on Twitter. If you want to email us again, that's livingabroadcast at gmail.com. We say it every time. And Rodrigo, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you'd like to uh, to shout out, to plug, to sing a song to? 
<laughs> yeah, well, not really. Um, well, thank you for you guys for having me. Thank yeah, you for of course. The, uh, the pleasure is ours. Be part of this. Yeah, the, the pleasure is ours. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us. So, uh, yeah, that's been Living a Broadcast for this week, everyone. Um, I've been Eric. I've been James. Mahi. Thank you for listening. <laughs>